edsniff.com. Sniff the contents. Boost your English skills with Prin. Welcome to another EdSniff podcast, where we'll be talking and sharing tips to help you improve your English skills. My name is Prin, and I'm a teacher of English with a master's degree in TESOL, or Teaching of English to Speakers of Other Languages, from University College London. I'm going to share with you my experience from my years of teaching, especially in writing, which I achieved a full mark in the writing section in TOEFL IBT. For this episode, I'll be talking about the semicolon, which is a punctuation mark in English. A semicolon is seen as something between a comma and a full stop, so a comma indicates a brief pause, while a full stop indicates a full pause. So a semicolon is something in between, you know, maybe a moderate pause, if you will. Anyway, the most common use for a semicolon is to join two independent clauses together. You do this to show a close connection between these two clauses. In this case, we don't use a coordinating conjunction. For example, she came very early. She was the first one here. As you can see, there are two independent clauses in this sentence. The first one is she came very early, and the second one is she was the first one here. These two clauses are independent, and we join them with a semicolon. As you can see, we don't use a coordinating conjunction here. We already have a semicolon, and it's valid to use a semicolon here because these two sentences are close. They are connected, you know, because the first one talks about a woman or lady who came, maybe came to work quickly, so in the morning, and the other one says that she was the first one here. So you know, these two clauses are connected. Because by coming early, it is possible, highly possible, to be the first one at, say, a workplace. So you can use a semicolon to join these two independent clauses. Often, you will find a transitional phrase after a semicolon. For example, she came very early. Moreover, she was the first one here. So the difference between this sentence and the first sentence is that we have the word moreover. This one comes after the semicolon, and after moreover, you will also need to write a comma. So moreover is a transitional phrase; it gives more meaning, so it helps join the two independent clauses together. So now we understand that the woman came, maybe came to work very early. What's more, she was the first one at the workplace, maybe. So as you can see, we often use a Transitional phrase after the semicolon to join two independent clauses together. However, if we want to join two independent clauses together but they are not closely related, it is better to use a full stop. So, for example, she came very early. He did the dishes. These two clauses should be separated into two sentences. So, she came very early, full stop, and then he did the dishes. Full stop. Because these two sentences are not related at all, so it's better to use a full stop, not a semicolon. Now, another use of the semicolon is to replace a comma to indicate the main break in a sentence 
when one of the two clauses already has other commas. For example, she came very early, and she was the first one to draft, write, and submit the work. So the first part of the sentence, she came very early. This one is an independent clause, and the second part. She was the first one to draft, write, and submit the work. This is another independent clause, and these two clauses are joined by the word "and," which is a coordinating conjunction. So normally, you would write a comma after she came very early, comma, and then you write the word "and," and then the second independent clause. But since in the second independent clause you already use comma to say the first one to draft, comma. Write and submit the work. You already have a comma, so to avoid confusion, you replace the comma after the word early with a semicolon. So the reader will be able to distinguish between the first independent clause of the first part and the second independent clause or the second part. There is also another use of the semicolon. You use it between items in a series, especially when the item names are long. Or maybe an item already uses a comma. So when you use it in this case, the items don't need to be an independent clause. Let's look at an example. I have eaten a sandwich, a sausage, and a glass of milk for breakfast, and a piece of pizza, a bowl of salad, and a cup of coffee for lunch. So in this sentence, we have two parts. So the first one we want to talk about what we have eaten for breakfast, and the other part we want to talk about what we have eaten for lunch. Since for the first item for breakfast, we mentioned three things and we used a comma. So after sandwich and perhaps after sausage,、um, after breakfast you have to use a semicolon instead of a comma, or else it would be very hard to distinguish the parts. And then. For the part that comes after breakfast, you have and a piece of pizza, a bowl of salad, and a cup of coffee. So this one, you use a comma to separate the items as well. Since this sentence already used many commas to separate items, it is better to use a semicolon to separate the like the main group. So the breakfast group, you have a semicolon to separate it from the lunch group. Now, when you use a semicolon with quotation marks, you use it. Outside, in case in the case that、um, the clause ends and you need to use a semicolon, you always use it outside the quotation marks. So this is a bit different from other punctuation marks. Okay, there's one thing I would like everyone to remember, which is we use a semicolon between independent clauses unless it is to separate items in a series. Because if we don't use a semicolon between two independent clauses, you will create a sentence fragment, so it's not complete. Which you can correct by, for example, you can change from a semicolon to a comma and use a coordinating conjunction, or you can make the second clause independent. Either way, this will help make your sentence correct. And it will be easier to read and understand for the readers. And if you do it in the standardized test, you'll be able to show the readers that you know how to use more advanced punctuation marks, like a semicolon. Okay, so by knowing this, not only you'll be able to write better, you will also be able to score higher in tests. Okay, I'll leave you this for today. 
If you have comments, questions, or suggestions, please feel free to tell me. And if you have any piece of writing you would like me to comment on, you can email it to me at contact at edgesniff.com. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at E-D-S-N-I-F-F dot com. Please also visit my website at edgesniff.com for more great posts, podcasts, and videos. Okay, until next time, take care and bye-bye. edsniff.com